podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From weddings to work functions to weekends out on the town, it's always the right time to dress to impress. Step out in style this season with Indochino. They make high-quality custom-fitted suits, shirts, and casual wear, all at a surprisingly affordable price. Each Indochino piece is made to your unique measurements and specifications, so you get a perfect fit every time. You can even customize every single detail of your suit, from the lapel of your jacket, all the way down to the hem finish of your pants. Creating a suit that fits you and your style has never been easier. And the best part is that Indochino suits start from just $4.29. Dress to impress this season with Indochino. Right now, get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code IMPRESS at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com, promo code IMPRESS. Hello, everybody. It is time for another one of our Subs Weekly Previews here on the Blue Room. This week, we had a lot to talk about both on and off the pitch. Of course, we spoke about that game against Crystal Palace. Of course, we spoke about the scenes afterwards. And of course, we spoke about the job that Frank Lampard has done. But there was a serious story to cover from Monday night. I'm sure everybody's seen it now. A statement from Dominic Garvett-Lewin in which he addresses some of the mental health struggles he's had throughout the course of this season and how he felt as though talking about them, to quote the man himself, saved his life this season. Uh, it's a really important topic to discuss here at the Blue Room. Of course, we've always been big advocates of promoting healthy mental health. So I thought it was important that we shared this bit of the conversation on this feed as well. Joining me this week to chat about it were Sarah Halpin and Warren Doyle. So here is the segment of this show where we spoke about Dominic Calvert-Lewin and what he had to say on his Instagram story. If you want to listen to this, show in full, which is more about the football side of it, including all those things said there. I do come and join us over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Uh, hopefully we'll see you there. But if not, I hope you enjoy this segment and the very important and very powerful things that both Sarah and Warren have to say on the subject. You know, Dominic has been talked about for, you know, his football, for what he wears in magazine shoots, for many, many, many reasons. And this season, given the situation Everton have been in and how key he has been to us um, struggling to come back, you know, those things like the the photo shoots, the, the fashion side of things and all that has become... Um, a sort of way to have a dig and because all this pressure and we're looking to him as supporters to to kind of produce the goods and help lift Everton out of of where we are and I think the pressure cooker of everything this lad would have had the weight of the world on his shoulders as well as being very aware of of stuff that's being said about him on social media because I think this day and age it's 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 nigh on impossible to to not read some of the negative stuff about yourself, even if you try and avoid it. And, you know, no doubt all of those things will have, will have had an impact on him as well as of the obvious ones include, you know, COVID, which has infected us all. But for him to, as you said, press send on that, the, the vulnerability that comes with that is, is massive. And I'm really proud of, you know, of him as a person to have done that. Um, and it's really great to see 
the general sort of response from fans and people as well, because football can be a very toxic uh, place. We, we, we all are very much aware of that. And yeah, as you said, to go as, as, as far and as personal as saying that talking could have saved his life, that is massive. And him saying that will, will no doubt save other people's lives because you look at him and he's a, a young, you know, talented Premier League footballer, England international, the world at his feet. And people from the outside looking in would probably say, wow, he's got nothing to be upset about, nothing to complain about. We see that. We've heard all that kind of stuff before. And here he is saying, no, I was in a really, really dark place. And actually doing the things like talking to somebody saved him. And yeah, that, that will help people massively. And, you know, I, I talk about mental health, but sometimes you do feel like there is you are allowing yourself to be a little bit vulnerable and you sometimes think, oh, are people going to think, oh, stop whinging and, and all this stuff. So, you know, it, it's really given me a lot of food for thought and I, I applaud him for it. I think tremendous respect to him to, to score the goal that kept us in, in the league ultimately and then come out with that. I think, what a guy and made up for him. Yeah, and I think you're so right in what you're saying about how this should help other people. And I think particularly, obviously, you know, it's well reported and well researched that, that young men in particular have, have issues coming out and speaking about the mental health. And I think in, in that sense, you're setting a great example. And it's a, it's a great example. And, it, and, it, and the statement's come at a good time, I think, because in, in some senses, he's almost, on a Thursday night, he almost did the most stereotypical alpha male thing you could possibly do, couldn't you? You know, score that goal at the Gladys Street end. Everyone saw him with his top off. He's, he's absolutely ripped, you know, he's, you know, he is an embodiment, isn't he, of this this alpha fella? And mm-hmm. then you see him open up and speak like that. And for him to go from one and then go to the other and, and speak so candidly and so openly about something that maybe a lot of people in, in a lot of walks of life don't think that, that young men should be able to speak about and, and, and can't speak about, I think that is that important. Oh, massively. And I think that's that's a really, really good point that you make. As you said, it doesn't come any bigger and, and take more courage and, and bravery than to throw yourself in, in you know in front of a raging Gladys Street and score one of the most important goals for decades for this club. You know, the, that's the epitome of what everyone looks at as like, wow, what a, what a hero, what a strength character. And he's shown exactly that same strength and character in showing that vulnerability and, and putting that message out there. And as you said, it might mean that to lads, you know, that are young and playing football and see him as a hero, think, well, if, if Dominic can come out and say it, then, yeah, I'm going to talk to somebody about the fact that I've been struggling since COVID or I've been struggling with this. And as you rightly say as well, in, in young men, the suicide statistics for, for men and young men are devastating um, because there is still a stigma about you know men with mental health. These phrases like man up and stuff like that that are so toxic and detrimental. Um, so... I'm just grateful that he's done that and, and I'm sure that it will help others and hopefully um, more footballers. We saw the lad at Blackpool as well coming out as yeah. gay. I know it's a, a, de- a different thing, but huge, tremendous courage shown by these young men. And um, that's what you want to see because the platforms that they have and the power that they've got to see that used in such a, a an important and positive way is, is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think as well, and I made up your on tonight, sir, to speak about this, because I think as well, I've seen a lot of discussion on social media about how maybe things like this can change the way in which 
supporters analyse and speak about and, and critique footballers because obviously it's been, at times this season, it has been open season on the players, hasn't it, a lot of time because the performances haven't been great. There's been a times when the attitude's been questioned and, and obviously in those circumstances, things can get a little bit toxic. And I think, you know, as much as, I think everybody can maybe learn from this to maybe take themselves away from that a little bit. And I think for me, it's just another reminder that for people like like myself and obviously a lot of other people who, who listen to this, that we judge the the men and women who play for Everton based on 90-minute windows when they're, they're in a high-pressure environment playing competitive sports and through interviews that are done with the football club, which which are sometimes edited and obviously obviously done in-house. And we make up we make these snap judgments on these players and these elite sports people and elite people with elite mentality based on that. And we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what's going on with, with their personal life. We don't know all these other things. And I suppose you you work at the football club now, you you see that and I imagine well, I suppose has it for you been enlightening working at Everton and being behind the scenes a bit more and seeing more of these young people in this high pressure environment and realizing that there's more to them to just the the almost you know cartoonish heroic figures we see on the pitch sometimes. Oh, massively, massively, and I think every single one of us can hold our hands up and say, you know, we've probably made judgments and had a whinge or whatever about things sometimes because we're so passionate about our football club and. Sometimes you feel out of control of what's happening. So, you know, we do have a, a whinge or whatever else. And it's like those in glass houses, you know. And um, I think seeing, particularly obviously with the women's team, I get to spend an awful lot of time with them. But with the men's team as well, um, in and around match days, like they're just young lads, you know. And you think, gosh, you are, you, you might have a career that people would love to have and stuff, but... They're just young lads that, are, when you see them like that coming out and going over to the families and stuff, I think it makes you realise sometimes. And and with the women particularly, obviously it's been a really tough tough season for Everton women as well. Kind of mirrored a little bit of what's going on with the men's first team. And um, you know, you see these girls come come off the pitch sometimes, and they're they're devastated. You know, they're hurting, they're frustrated, they're wanting to be better and really wanting things to improve, but. Sometimes things just aren't going for you. And, uh, you know, then I become quite protective of them then. And I think it's funny because I think that's just, we all do it, as I say. It's it's in any sort of walk of life. And it doesn't even just necessarily go into football. It can be we're in a shop and someone's taken ages to serve you. And there's a queue for And that might be that person's first day at work. And we sort of go, blah, blah, blah. And I think just bringing that awareness to ourselves. I get upset, you know, if someone gives me a bit of stick or whatever, I can get wound up depending on what headspace I'm in. Let's all just think about it a little bit more um, and, and make more of a conscious effort to, to not, to not make digs about people, to not have a go to actually maybe bite your tongue sometimes and think, you know what, that person might just be having a really shit time at the moment. Let's give them a little bit of slack because God knows we all need patience ourselves sometimes. So, uh, Certainly me. People have had to be like that with me in my life. So, yeah. Yeah, it came out of left field a little bit as well, didn't it? I wasn't aware, and I'm sure you've been covering this and talking about this, I wasn't aware that maybe he was under the strain that he was. And I must admit, I've sort of, I wouldn't say I've slagged him off, but I've questioned the last six weeks, because you obviously heard the links and the rumours away. You know, he, he went maybe once away and the Arsenal rumour popped up. And you maybe question whether it's, 
is he as bothered? Not as bothered, but is he as committed at the moment because he's he's got a transfer looming? And obviously, myself and many others have been put right with that and the fact that it's it's been a long and tough season for him for many reasons, privately and and publicly, as we know, with his injuries. So I think it was a brave thing to do, and I think it was an important thing to do as well. I think a lot of us blokes are honest. Um, I think a lot of things affect us, which we don't necessarily realise. And it, people deal with things in different ways. And some people have the ability and the strength to plough on with things and get on with things. And, and even though things affect them, they're, they're able to to cope with it and deal with it. And others are probably, I wouldn't say the weak or not strong, but it's just it affects people differently. And some people allow that 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 feeling get the better of them sometimes. And, and it can come out in many ways, whether that's just... You know, not having a good day and seeming a bit sulky and a bit moody, or, or you know, more extreme ways. So, I think it's vital that again, someone as high profile as a Premier League footballer has come out and discuss this because it can inspire, if you like, and encourage others to do the same. You know, I love my hands up. I've been in, in places before where I need to talk to people and say to say things, and you know, and I, I'm happy to say that I'm in a, a good headspace now at the moment. And maybe Dominic feels the same himself. So. You know, hopefully, you know, I've just caught the last end of what you were saying there, Sarah. Hopefully it encourages people to, you know, to check in a bit more and, you know, and do do sort of realise that maybe if people are not themselves, there might be a cause and a reason for that. It might just be the fact that they're not bothered about a football club or about work or about whatever it might be. So, yeah, massive, massive from them. And I think we were all collectively very proud of them last night. Whatever happens in the summer. Progressive presents Don't Do It Yourself. Okay, simple enough. Just got to get in there with my screwdriver. Do you mind handing me my screwdriver? Are you trying to say screwdriver? Well, I mean, you're saying it weird, but yeah, sure. Look, maybe we should bundle our home and auto with Progressive. We could save big and pay someone to install this for us so you don't have to pretend you can. <laughs> I know my way around a screwdriver. Oh, yeah. This is going to take a Philippe's head for sure. Save when bundling home and auto with Progressive and use the money to, you know, not do it yourself. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Sports Social Podcast Network.